Big ups to my boy Bramantio on the beat, Indonesian producer. On the mic, we got Ninja T, aka the Indonesian Grand King. UK, Indonesia, worldwide, international. Yo. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Diversity Podcast, where we explore and discuss the diversity of our society an identity, both yours and mine, an identity of my guests. I'm happy to introduce you guys my next guest. His name is Fadlan and he's Indonesian-British. Both of Fadlan's parents were born in Indonesia and moved to the UK in 1994, and a year after Fadlan was born. So in today's episode, we will discuss Fadlan's identity, possibly Indonesian culture and perception of its in West. Hi, Fadlan. Thanks for coming over. I'm really excited to talk to you today. Hello, Violetta. Thank you for inviting me. And I'm super excited to be an early guest on the Diversity Podcast. Great. Thank you. Uh, So first of all, I want to make a disclaimer that you are actually the only Indonesian person I know. Well, apart from your dad, who I met last week. Yes, the (laughs) legend. If we exclude your dad, you're the only Indonesian person I know. So I think... Uh, for the for the starters, it would be good to talk a little bit about Indonesia because, at least in Russia, most people know about Indonesia through Bali because it's like the most very popular touristic destination, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, people go there traveling and things like that. So let's talk about Indonesia just in a few sentences, maybe, or if you want, you can go deep. Uh, just what is the country, where it is, and uh, the diversity of society, whether there are like few ethnicities or languages, just briefly, whatever you feel comfortable. 100%. So Indonesia was only formed in 1945. We were a a group of islands. Actually, first of all, let's identify where Indonesia is on the map. It is above Australia and below Thailand and besides Malaysia and Singapore. That's for so, children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's where you can find it on the map because I, I, I believe most people, most adults, if you ask them, you know, in the United Kingdom, where's Indonesia? I, I, I don't think most people know where it is. You think? I yeah, think I no think. one knows well who is Kalmyk people and where is Kalmyk. <laughs> but yeah. Indonesia, yeah, I think they think like it's Asia because Indonesia yeah, and yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but yeah. maybe maybe we need to do a social experiment on that. You know, like yeah. get a, get a globe and then ask people where is Indonesia and then give them like three seconds. But anyway, yeah. So we um, were formed in 1945. We are an ex-Dutch colony, so we was. We were occupied by Dutch, or let's just use a proper word, enslaved, by Holland. From <laughs> That's true. From Nothing 18- to fight. Yeah, and I love, I love Amsterdam. I love Rotterdam. You know, shout out to all my Dutch people. Um, there's no like, uh, there's no uh, animosity carried on. Um, but yeah, from 1800s to 1945, we were originally called um, the Netherlands East Indies, and we were actually occupied by Japan for a short period of time between 1942 and 1945. There are thousands of Indonesian islands and uh, hundreds of languages. I don't know exactly the amount of islands or the amount of languages, but everyone in Indonesia, um, by everyone I mean 99% plus or ish, 
Um, don't hold me in the start, but I've basically never met an Indonesian person who doesn't speak Indonesian. Despite there being so many local languages, I have in my entire time of, of living in Indonesia, going to Indonesia, meeting Indonesian people, I've never met an Indonesian person who doesn't speak Indonesian. So as far as I'm aware, 99%-ish plus, give or take, Indonesians speak Indonesian, despite there being hundreds or maybe even thousands of languages. You're talking about Indonesian from Indonesia, or yes. both British Indonesian as well. Uh, so British Indonesian different, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so first of all, it must be noted that Indonesian people in general are not known to uh, immigrate much and leave Indonesia right. much. Okay. Yeah, it's not like it's not like we don't have outside of uh, Holland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't believe there is another country with a super significant. Indonesian population. Like, if, if you look in, if you look at, so there is a big community of Indonesian in Holland, right? Due to colonization. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Right. You, you right. go, you go to Amsterdam. You go to Rotterdam. There's, 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 uh, there's lots of Indonesian Dutch mm-hmm. people. There's lots of half Indonesian, half Dutch people as well. Mm-hmm. Lots of Indonesian restaurants. But as far as I'm aware, there's not, there's not any significant Indonesian communities outside of Indonesia because historically speaking, we don't really have the ties with other countries like that. What I mean is, you know, in the United Kingdom, we've had Jamaican people and Indian people who've come here and have lived here for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because of because of war and colonization and, and, and uh, such things. Indonesia doesn't really have those kind of ties and... <laughs> I don't want to down. I don't want to like downplay my own culture, but we've not we've not culturally penetrated the world like that mm-hmm. in terms of. Well, you didn't colonize other countries. That's yeah, a good yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good thing. That's a good thing. But um, yeah, I mean, we were we were pretty only. Look, colonization was a bad thing when it comes to morally, but economically, Holland did us a favor. Okay. Like, point. Like, yeah. We would not. We would not be. A second world country if I mean we're definitely not a first world country but we wouldn't be a second world country if it wasn't for the infrastructure that, that the Dutch yeah. did you know if we would if if the Indonesian region was left to its own devices between 1800 and now I don't think we would be where we're at today don't you think this is like one of the reasons as well because there are some countries which we were colonized and the economy of which we were destructed or destroyed and uh, this, like I don't know it's called for all world countries right but in Indonesia it, like from what you're saying because as I said I don't know many Indonesian people like you are the only one and mm-hmm. your dad two people and by the way uh, guys so I'm, I'm not the best represent- representation of Indonesia. it's okay you are who I you are have, and yeah, I've I spent most of my life in England you are who you are and yeah. I'm who I am yeah Scotland uh-huh. was born here I think I said it in the beginning as well yeah uh-huh. so don't you think that it is not common for Indonesian people to leave the country because it is like rather comfortable level of life there I'm gonna be honest yeah When I speak to Indonesian people in Indonesia, they don't talk about leaving Indonesia much. Yeah. Because my country has so much going on. You can live a fantastic life in within Indonesia. You know, you can go to Bali, you can go to Padang, you can go to Jakarta, you can go to amazing Komodo Islands, you can go to the rainforest, you can you can you can go to um so Jakarta where I'm from is extremely overpopulated, more more overpopulated than London, uh, higher population than London. Um but and then on the flip you've got Surabaya 
which is the second biggest city, and that is super clean. It's like seven hours drive on the same island, extremely clean, extremely peaceful. Um, so yeah, I feel like Indonesia has a lot of internal vibes. <laughs> Why do you think it is? It happened like this because like mostly colonization like have really bad consequences. Like for example, in the third world countries, mm-hmm. but Indonesia, it looks like it didn't happen as a normal scenario. You know? Okay, I'm not saying that the Dutch. Oh, no, I'm not With saying that, it was no, amazing. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying they were like the nicest people ever because when you colonize, there's definitely there's definitely some killing and and, and enslaving going on and immoral things. But in comparison to maybe like the British Empire, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. I feel like the Dutch. Okay, again, I'm not the best Indonesian representative, but I'm just going off consensus. Um. You never really hear Indonesian people say, say, oh, I wish the Dutch would give back our resources, you know, whereas, whereas, you know, uh, 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 many people from, let's say, African descent, they may have uh, uh, some kind of ill feelings towards the royal family, and, and rightly so, right? Because mm-hmm. the, you've got, you know, millions of pounds worth of jewels in, in, in there, and they, they, they should give them back, in my opinion. But, um, but as far as colonization goes, I feel like the Dutch were pretty nice about it. So I, I think so. Even though they didn't want to give the country back, and I, I don't know the exact reason why uh, Japan took over our took over our country for a short period of time. I'm I'm not too familiar with that short that 1940s and 1945 <laughs> period, but um, yeah, I feel like they they. <laughs> I know colonization is never a, 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 a great things or terrible things that happen, but in comparison to maybe other empires, um, I don't really hear. And this is again going from going from uh, consensus and. Definitely being Indonesian, who's raised in the UK, but has relatively good experience with Indonesia because I've, I've lived there and I've got Indonesian. You know, I, I'm friends with people in the Indonesian community. Um, I don't feel like uh, Holland were were that 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 terrible compared to other colonizers. Yeah, that's what so, it looks like. Like yeah. when we talk about level of life, for example. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, maybe I'll need to Google and read about that. No, more. same, same. Uh, <laughs> yeah. When you say uh, you live there in Indonesia, what do you mean? Because you go travel there and spend time, or you live there like as a child or something? Yeah. So uh, I was born there, and then I moved to I moved to the United Kingdom when I was young. Oh really? Because I said your parents were like moved here nineteen ninety four. No, nineteen ninety six. Oh, nineteen ninety six. It's yeah. from your Instagram post. Huh? <laughs> it's from your Instagram post. No, 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 no. I said my parents got married in Indonesia. Ah, okay. In, my parents got married in Indonesia on the nineteenth of June. 1994. Oh, okay. I was born on the 15th of June 1995. About your parents, what are their ethnicities, and if you like, could say what are the differences? Because I know there is a differences between people who come from Eastern Indonesia and Western Indonesia, maybe in skin color, definitely in languages, yeah. right? Because your dad is Javanese, I understand? Yes. And like you can he's, he's from the island of Java. So your dad is Javanese, and yeah. Uh, so not only is my dad born and raised in Jakarta. So are my grandparents on my dad's side. So they're all Javanese, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So we're Javanese, but specifically, um, in Indonesia, we call people from Jakarta Betawi. 
Matawi. Matawi. It means. Oh, it's I, a word. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it means something specifically, but it definitely means from Jakarta. From the capital. Because people from Jakarta are much different to everybody outside of Jakarta. Because just like people from London have a different energy to to, to people from from Manchester, right? Mm -hmm. Like, just being extremely stereotypical, somebody from London might be a bit more fast-paced, like the way that they live, a bit more straight-talking, because in London, people have less time, where in Manchester, people are a bit more polite, a bit more, not not just polite, but more open and friendly to talk to strangers. Yeah. I would say more specifically. Well... Okay, think about it like this, right? You're at the bus stop in Manchester... Someone's more likely to talk to you at the bus stop and say hello. In London, is it's way less likely someone's going to talk to you at the bus yeah, stop. Yeah, it's like a Moscow, like many capitals. Right, right, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so so I iterate that my dad is Javanese, but specifically Jakartanese, right? Okay. Or aka Batawi. Um, so... This is extreme stereo. This is extremely stereotypical. But but my dad is uh, is I guess you'd say like slightly darker shade Indonesian. Like he's he's mm-hmm. he's he's he's, he's like, even though it's not very eastern part, right? Sorry. Even though Jakarta, uh, even though he's not from eastern part. Well, it's it's because Jakarta is extremely. I, I think it's to do deal with the heat and the pollution. Oh okay. Yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'd say like my 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 dad's side is like a little bit like darker browner, um, where my mom is from Padang. Well, she's from Jakarta, but my grandparents from my mum's side are from Padang, yeah, which yeah. is a different area. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And in Padang, it's uh, very cool over there. Well, it's still hot, but it's the mountains. Okay. Yeah. So, 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 this is not apply for everyone in Padang, but but there's a lot of people with fairer skin, like lighter skin. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, I look like my dad. I mean, I look like my mum as well, but like, I think I got a little bit lighter skin than my dad because. Because of my because of my mom's complexion mixed yeah 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 so um yeah that's basically my uh, genetic Indonesian makeup I'm, yeah I'm half Padang half Japanese okay nice so yeah but I wanted to like highlight that there are different shades and colors to like uh, Indonesian people right because yes, a lot yes, of people yes, you yes. know a lot of people especially I guess. I guess in Russia as well, but in the West, they don't know how much darker you can get in Indonesia and Malaysia. Oh, you know? sorry, I've just I've just done a quick Google because because I just wanted to make sure this is right. Padang is a city that is on the island of West Sumatra. So the island is called okay. West Sumatra, okay. and the region is called yeah, Padang. The region yeah, is yeah, Padang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Padang isn't the name of the island. Yeah. Okay. No problem. So yeah, I was saying that. Um, There are different shades, right? Because a lot of people, uh, when it comes to South Asian people, I don't think so many people, especially in the West or in Russia, I'm talking about from my experience, mm-hmm. like aware about uh, that some people from Indonesia, Malaysia, like they look like African, for example, mm-hmm. they're like very dark. That that applies to Indonesian people as well, right? Yeah, so there's like, uh, I would say there's, there's a few Indonesian looks right across the country so you first of all have your very very chinese looking indonesians because there is a whole ethnicity of chinese indonesians um chinese settlers i'll actually go a little bit into um chinese indonesians which because there's, there's there's been a lot of tension between 
uh, Chinese Indonesians and non and and and, uh, and non Chinese Indonesians, but now it's getting way better, especially in Jakarta. Uh, but it was definitely a problem up until like the seventies or eighties. Racism was really high, and it was really bad to be Chinese Indonesian back then. Uh, thankfully, it's way better. Um, and I have a few Chinese Indonesian. I think it's well. connected to communism, you know, because the last time we talked, uh, we talked. I actually was reading about Co- communi- gen- it's, about it's, genocide. It's, it's, it's to do with political beliefs and religion. Yeah. Because because Chinese Chinese Indonesians are almost always non-Muslim and Indonesians are mainly Muslim country but anyway right let's let's go into the ethnicity so you've got your uh, Chinese Muslim sorry Chinese Indonesians that are definitely their own Indonesian race then you have um, then you have um, like your aboriginal like native yeah, indigenous, na- yeah. yeah in- indigenous very like African uh, uh, looking um, uh, Indonesians and they're normally in like the east east sized side of Indonesia um, in uh, uh, West Papua is called so there is an island there is a country called Papua New Guinea mm-hmm. yeah and 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 uh, the main island in Papua New Guinea which is a, is it's is, is its own country the other half is in is Indonesia but a lot of Indonesians on the island don't consider themselves Indonesians. They consider themselves part of Papua New Guinea, which makes sense because they're on the same island. So it used to be probably the same place, right? I'm not sure. I'm yeah. not sure. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, on that side of Indonesia, like it's very, it's almost like Afrocentric kind of mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Um, and then, and then you've got then you've got Indonesians that that clearly have South Asian heritage. Like, I know Indonesians that basically look Indian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you like, don't look Indian though. I know, definitely yeah. not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're very, they're very uh, like brown. They're they're, they're uh, very like yeah, brown South Asian looking. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and then uh, and then you've got. Um, I tell you, I tell you, the last ethnicity is like Indonesian Indonesians, but. Even within that, there's a there range. is diversity. Because yeah. when I was range. reading about Indonesia, I was reading that there's so many different ethnicities, and yeah. like obviously, as I understand, like there is a language which unites everyone, but there are different also like yeah. sub languages. Thankfully, everyone speaks Bahasa Indonesia, and the word Bahasa is actually Indonesian for language. So Bahasa Indonesia literally means language Indonesia or okay. language of Indonesia, because we don't have a word for of. Yeah. Yeah. So would you say that um okay, let's move to the other question because I wanted to jump to the let's language. Crack on. Well, to the language straight away. <laughs> what was like for you growing up in the UK and I'm asking this question fully aware that you are British person because you raised here, but yeah. ethnically and like I guess culturally you are Indonesian and I wanted to know uh I, I ethnically to... I'm hundred percent Indonesian. Culturally I'd say it's more like mainly British but with with Indone- with, with with a lot of Indonesian values. Okay. Yeah. So would you would you say you grown up uh and uh, were there ever a particular moment like okay I'm actually Indonesian and like I have to be proud of it or like or you always knew you're Indonesian. How does it work? I have definitely never forgot uh, that I'm Indonesian. I've never woke you up. speak language in your family. Yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah culturally yeah. So, it's all preserved right so first of all English is my first language by definition of what I mainly think in when I speak to myself and the level of execution I'm able to speak the language. I speak Indonesian very well, but as a 28-year-old man, I would say my Indonesian vocabulary matches maybe like a 13, 14-year-old. 
right? Okay. Yeah, so, 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 like, maybe if I read high-level text, like a newspaper, I might not it understand. Pr- oh, no, like, I, I'll understand, but there'll, like, there'll be a few words that I, that I have to look up yeah, and okay. I'm, I'm not too sure what mm-hmm. this means. Um, but, um... So was the question again? So my question was like, growing up, was there a particular moment oh, when oh. you realized, okay, I'm Indonesian? Yeah, 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 like yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it would be certain cultural things that uh, that would maybe be acceptable in uh, by by British. I'm I'm probably referring to because the thing is, British is such a diverse thing now, anyway. Exactly. But yeah. but yeah, but but going on like traditional Caucasian white households when I would go to specifically uh, a Caucasian household a Caucasian British let's say Anglo-Saxon Caucasian household I would definitely realise that you know we're both British but we're different British so I'm just gonna give you a basic example let's take like kissing a dog for example mm-hmm. right really? oh, I kiss that's dog. a very white British thing to do oh okay no like, disrespect, but like, I like literally kissing a dog. Literally kissing a like dog, like an animal, yeah. like a kid, like kissing okay. a dog, or, or or just the idea of like an animal being in the bed, uh, right? Because like a lot of my it's white not friends, very common in in your culture. Oh, it's unacceptable. Really? Yeah, it's unacceptable. Why is it to do with religion? Or just generally? General, general, like even even like, like was it Indonesian, huh? To do with the cleanliness. To it is to do is to do. Okay, okay. Let, let me give you a basic basic example, right? So. For the record, on this podcast, when I talk about British, I'm going to talk about Caucasian, Anglo-Saxon, British culture because because okay. that, that's its own culture. Yeah. In 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 itself, right? Okay. So so so, it, it's like in in British culture, which again, when I say British, I, I'm typically referring to Anglo-Saxon, Anglo-Saxon, Caucasian, white people, British. Um, I feel like in British culture, like your dog and your cat is part of the family. That's a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. In Indonesia, your cat and your dog is not part of the family. Okay. It is a pet. Okay, yeah. Right. I've never thought about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this, 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 this is, like, I remember being a kid, yeah, and, like, thinking, because one of my, like, some of my families have dogs and cats, mm-hmm. but they treat them like an animal. Do you know okay. what I mean? Like, you do what I say, and I'm gonna love you and pet you, but I'm not gonna kiss you and let you, okay. you know, sit in my bed. But I remember being young, and I'm going to one of my, you know, one of my white friends' houses, and he was playing PlayStation, and his dog just came over and sat in his bed, and he kissed his dog, and then had his dog round his arm, and I just thought, that's what, that, that was a moment when I thought, I am not white British. <laughs> okay, that's, that's an example I didn't expect to hear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I remember, well, you, you put me on the spot, but, that, but, but, but that's a example where... That's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good one, because, like, I That had, would not be acceptable. I only had animals when I was, like, a child, and right. we had a um, house. We were living in our grandparents' house, and it was, like, a yard and a garden. Yeah. So we had to have a dog outside for protection. Right, right, right. And the right. cat, like, to catch mice or something. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> So it was like it was like pets for for their duties, you know. For their but, duties, yeah. Yeah, but I still I still love animals, yeah. but I just like I just don't have them now. Yeah. But yeah, okay. I I think I understand what you mean. Yeah. Mm, I guess I just never really thought about it. Okay. But you never had like some some sort of like. I don't know how to say identity crisis as a child because because I'm asking this because I think British society is like super diverse from like my experience yeah, yeah, because so. I grew up 
okay, I grew up in an Asian place, but then when I moved to Moscow, it was... It is diverse in its own way, because we have a lot of people from, like, for example, North Caucasus, which is, like, not Caucasian white people, but, uh, like, it's a region, North Caucasus. There are Muslim people who live there. It's yeah, close yeah, to yeah. my public. Then we have a lot of Asian people, like me, or maybe Uzbek, from Kyrgyzstan, Middle Asia. And uh, it is diverse, but here it's, like, people from everywhere in the world. Yeah. Maybe. Well, Well, this is the thing. One thing my, my mom and dad instilled in me was that they always reminded me, like, you are Indonesian, okay? So, so let, me tell, let, me, let, me, let me give you the most practical example of my parents reminding me I'm Indonesian. Okay. When I was young, obviously I was learning two languages at the same time. Mm-hmm. Then I went to... Um, um, What's that thing before before primary school? Nursery. Nursery, Nursery yeah. <laughs> so, so long ago. I'm learning English. And then I come home and speak English. And my parents would always tell me, no, you don't speak English at home. You speak Indonesian. So you always speak Indonesian. And if I spoke to them in English, they'd, be ask, they'd ask me, they'd say in Indonesian, they'd say, Apa Indonesianya? What's that in Indonesian? Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Like, if I'd be stubborn and carry, carry speak to them in English, my mom would be like, would be like, which means which means what do you say I don't understand like okay. she just played dumb like yeah, she's yeah. like oh you have to say it in Indonesian <laughs> to yeah. be able to and then and then I remembered because obviously I'm, uh, I'm not saying I got bullied as a kid right because I, I was pretty popular kid and I had, I, had, I had a good childhood but you know how like kids can pick on can can, can pick can, on differences pick, pick, pick on differences Yeah, I remember when my when my friends they would have like um, especially my white friends they would have no not just my white friends white white and black friends um, they would have sandwiches mm-hmm. and crisps and then I would have rice and chicken or noodles or whatever and I would have you mean like for the lunch for lunch yeah, yeah, yeah. and they would like be like oh what's that like oh it looks like worms <laughs> right and I remember being upset going home and my mum explained to me that the the kids don't understand. And I need to keep being proud of, of, of this. So that was kind of a little bit hard, but I got used to it. And then, you know, and then... So it was like then, just picking on you because of the food? Yeah. And then looking back, I was just like, my pack lunches were way better. <laughs> like, yeah. when, I about, healthier, yeah, right? when I think about the effort my mum put, put, put in back then, and to this day, like, I, I ate food with my mum because she came back from Indonesia today. Um, and I was just thinking, like, mum was an amazing cook. Like, she really puts in, she's always putting work when, when it comes to the kitchen um, since I was young. So, yeah, that's an Indonesian thing as well. Um, I don't know how many coaches do it, but a spoon and a fork. Spoon and a fork? What yeah, do you mean? so not, not a knife and a fork, a spoon and a fork. Oh, That's right. a very Indonesian thing. Is it thing. an Indonesian fork? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of the noodles? Uh, a lot, because we, a lot, we um, a lot of food with soup as well. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, so like fork would be like for the noodles. Yeah, and yeah the, for and, the noodles and, and, and for the and liquid, the, yeah. And, and, and no, well, the, the fork would be for the noodles and then the spoon would be for the rice and or the liquid. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean... I don't know, I guess, because uh, we have a lot of soup as well, like, but you mean like you don't, just normally don't use a knife if you have it in there? I'm gonna be honest, in the, the only times Indonesians use a knife is when we're eating like non-Indonesian food, like steak. Oh really? I didn't yeah, know yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, no. Indone- Indonesians never use, a, never use a knife. That's an interesting fact. Okay, since we're talking about um, 
the household and family, I was already going to ask this, uh, I was going to ask another question as well, uh, connected to preserving the culture. So, uh, as we discussed, you spoke uh, Indonesian all your childhood and all your life inside your household. Yeah. Yes. So, would you say your family and maybe your Indonesian surroundings um, community use any other ways to maintain the culture? Because in the oh. case, for example, if you marry non, uh, are you marry non Indonesian? woman are you allowed to marry a non-indonesian woman um my parents are completely happy with me marrying a non-indonesian woman i have no doubt that my mom specifically on my mom's side would they have a preference like they would obviously prefer me to marry an indonesian woman but it's absolutely but there is okay. no like pushing there's no pushing no but no. it has to be muslim a hundred percent has to be muslim and that that comes from my parents and comes from me internally as well Okay, yeah. but do some Indonesian, both, I want to talk about male and female as well, do some Indonesian male and female uh, marry, like practically now in nowadays, let's say UK or Indonesia, do they marry other nationalities? I mean, yeah, 100%. Uh, and staying within the religion? I'm going to be honest, as well, just like in other parts of Asia, right, which I won't even talk about specific countries because I'm not qualified, but yeah, if you if you know, you know, right, there's, there, there's, still a, there's still a level of white supremacy, I'm gonna be honest. A level of white supremacy where, where an Indonesian woman, if they got with a white man, it would be, especially if that white man couldn't revert to Islam, yeah, that would be seen as a success. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 I do yeah, know yeah, about yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. doesn't matter like whether they're there or here. Yeah. Yeah, that that that, that, that would be considered, you know, socially like like some... by even by, by family you're talking. About. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but by a lot of Indonesian because families. he's white. Because 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 he's white, there's a status attached to it. And then and then if you're an Indonesian man, who who maybe gets like an Australian girl, like a, a white girl, this is like the consensus in like I guess you could say Jakarta because I'm very Jakartanese. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that, that, that's what that's where I spent that's where most of my Indonesian uh, experience comes from the capital you know like if you like I can just imagine like uh, uh, one of my homies in Jakarta if they if they got with like uh, an Australian because uh, there's, there's lots of Australians living in Jakarta especially especially English teachers right mm-hmm. and then and then she reverted to Islam there would definitely be some some level of social status attached Is to that. A success sign. As a that would be seen as a as a success. But it but but I definitely don't feel like Indonesia Indonesia I'm glad that we're definitely a country with a lot of self love. Um I do believe that the Indonesians are very Indonesians are extreme I would say Indonesians the average Indonesian is more proud to be Indonesian than the average British person uh is proud to be British. The the basic example is I don't know the English anthem. You know the God Save the Queen? Like, I don't know that off by heart. I don't know that. But one. every Indonesian person knows the anthem because you have to sing it in school. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, very I'm, it's very interesting to learn about this white supremacy. Well, obviously, we all know that um, the, the racism and everything didn't go anywhere, but I just didn't know that there is this, you know, unspoken, like, statuses, successes. Okay, so, but oh, but it doesn't but, matter if you marry, like, a darker skin, right? Or is there some still judgment? Okay, okay, so this is the thing, right? So... There is definitely, uh, thankfully, because of the you know the modern world, etc., Black Lives Matter, and you know su- su- such movements and people opening their eyes, um, where where the beauty standard in Indonesian, even for Indonesian women, is unfortunately to this day 
like I said, it's not as bad as it used to be, but the lighter complexion you are, the more beautiful you are in the general consensus. Like, look, you go to the, you know how in the UK we've got tanning? Mm-hmm. In Indonesia, you got white. So it's you, opposite. You, you got like, white. You got yeah, white. Yeah, yeah. I was I was watching about Korea and like some other Asian countries, but I just I just didn't know about Indonesia. Okay, like yeah. even in 2018, like there were adverts where like there was a clearly beautiful Indonesian woman, and then and then and then she she put on this thing, and then she became lighter shade, and then the advert portrayed her as even more beautiful than she was because she got a bit lighter. <laughs> Okay, so yeah. like I guess this is answering my question that it is like judged. You can be judged by skin color. You can definitely be judged by skin color, more more so if you're a woman. Oh, okay. So 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 I would say it's way more com- common. I'm not I'm not even surprised. Yeah, yeah. I, way more common for a like as a dark. Okay, like in in general beauty uh, consensus society last time i checked because i've not been to indonesia since 2018 right last time i checked males who have a lighter skin are preferred but it wouldn't be uncommon for a darker indonesian male to be with a beautiful lighter skinned indonesian woman but the other way around okay, would basic, be very uncommon basically so there is a lot of shame on like uh, on the women, females. I, I want to say, not, not I, shame, I would say shame, but, but preference. There, but there, like, there yeah, is a preference. Judgment and preference. There is definitely a preference. Female on females. Skin. Not female, females to be lighter skin. Yeah, yeah, females to be Ma- lighter males, skin. Males, males, and females, but 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 stronger on the on the on on the female side. So so like I said, like a darker male, Indonesian male, could definitely by society standard. Not you know not so not too hard for him if he went to the gym and he had confidence get a light get get a light skinned Indonesian woman but the other way around like a dark skinned Indonesian woman for her to get a light skinned male would be would be way more uncommon I'm not saying it's impossible yeah and thankfully because 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 of like I'd say hip hop culture definitely help this this definitely I I remember there's like a little shift in in Indonesia from like maybe like 2010, 2017, where, where some Indonesians started even liking, you know, like, like, Georgia Smith. I remember Georgia Smith, right? Let's say Georgia Smith, right? I remember, like, a lot of my homies in Indonesia. Georgia Smith was the first uh, uh, non-Indonesian, non-Caucasian woman that they ever found attractive. They were like, okay, she's really? black, she's so sexy, you know what so I mean? So you yeah. didn't like, like, the other rappers, like, dark skin rappers, females? Like they never found they never found them attractive. They didn't find they them did, attractive. Like, like, oh wow, you didn't yeah. know that to this extent. Yeah. Because like yeah. I think like I guess it's because I live here for a few years, but I kind of like live in there in a like world where like I find these like darker skinned attract like females attractive uh-huh. and like yeah I guess I just didn't think about it. Okay, that's interesting. So yeah, there was a shift, and uh, I think it's a lot due to, to do with social media. To be fair and internet. Of course. Well, but I, I would say social media because social media is open way more open and less gated I would say it's media like TV because because up until not that long ago Indonesians only ever saw Indonesians and white people um, so 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 it's not like they don't hate black people. Yeah, they just, just don't see them. It just like yeah, it's pretty. It's quite reserved country, as I understand from like what we are talking so far. Like uh, not super like traveling there and there and establishing the community. So actually, yeah, let's get back to my question. Let's so go. we got to the marriage question, but yeah, my, marriage, my initial marriage, marriage. my initial question was about. Uh, 
whether there are other ways apart from like speaking uh, within the home uh, the language oh, there yeah, are other yeah. ways to preserve the culture Pre- like yeah, yeah. for example marry so- non-Indonesian and something like this basically do you think Indonesian community the one you know and familiar with in the UK yeah. have or trying to preserve their culture and if there is like D- different ways to do that like for example yeah so okay, you have to do this or like let's just it, it's, it's not really have to but i would always first say that the indonesian british community is extremely tight we make up for i guarantee there is not one indonesian person in the uk i'm not connected to if i don't know them directly someone i know will know them is it because it's small or is it because they're like super it's because tight there's a decent infrastructure in place So so most Indonesians that live in the UK uh um they 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 come as students mm-hmm. right and like the Indonesian university society is 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 very very I wouldn't say it's extremely well organized but it's pretty well organized from what I can see on the outside so there's like the Indonesian UK university society and then there's the then there's you the mean like for the whole university for, the, for, for all the universities oh, okay. there's, there's okay, like a Facebook group there's, there's like there's not big community of Indonesian here right no there's, no there's not no, like not no I, 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 thousands I think in, of people I, I think in Manchester I would be so surprised if there was a thousand Indonesians in Manchester I would oh. I would probably say there's maybe like three to five hundred times Okay. Um and we have um like we have quite a lot of meetups, I'll be honest. Yeah, there's uh the, like the Indonesian society will will anyone who listens is from Manchester, uh they throw one in Manchester every single year, uh like Indonesian cultural uh event. Um so yeah, that's in Manchester, um uh, like Oxford Roadside. And then uh, the Indonesian community, they, they just, especially the university community, are very, very active in um, just like throwing their own events. Mm-hmm. Um, and then second generations like myself uh, uh, are always welcome to, to, to go to them. And then there's like the Indonesian UK OGs, a.k.a. my parents. Shout out to my mom, Irafjita Dahlan, my dad, Iwan Afendi. They're married. But they, but my mum didn't take my dad's surname. That's actually not too common in, in Indonesia. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's common for women to keep their surname. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm happy for them. Yeah. That's, that's a good thing. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm standing on the side that women shouldn't change their surname. Okay, so yeah, it's pretty tight then. And um, okay, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, there are many. Uh, Generation, uh, there are many people like uh, generation of your dad, like a first. Okay, you call yourself second generation. Here, I'm technically first oh. generation, but because I came on as a child, but I yeah, call yeah. myself second generation. But like, yeah, so my, mostly it's my like sister's you, mostly it's like education, education, migration, yeah, migrating here for education or like work and things like this, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so almost all Indonesians that are in the UK, um, first generation, such as my dad came here because of education. So my dad got a PhD scholarship in 1996 to study uh, computer science at Leeds Uni. And in the 90s, the original wave of Indonesians were scholarships. Mm-hmm. And from, I would say, maybe like the mid 2000s, it was mainly not scholarships because the UK in general stopped giving out scholarships so easily because okay. they needed to tighten the borders on immigration, etc. Uh, so. So a lot of uh, a lot of the uh, uh, people, who, Indonesians who came here from the mid noughties they um, respectfully came from rich parents. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, there are. Which is which is not which is not bad thing, like but this, yeah. yeah. 
Okay. So yeah, let's talk about a little bit more about Indonesian society. How would you describe um, other uh, our families, our Indonesian families, mm-hmm. still maintain the conservatism? Like, are they traditional? Like, are there particular roles to male and female? Because I, again, before you, I didn't even know that Indonesia, like, mostly more. Like, I mean, like, I met you like five years ago, but yeah. then I didn't know much about Indonesia. And I still think yeah. I don't. But it still feels like it's. I, I feel like I don't even make this all day. <laughs> but it still feels like it's quite a traditional society. Yeah. Not society, community. Like it feels like community bonds. Are so, so obviously Indonesia is a very religion. big country. So, so speaking on Jakarta. Like, would... so let's talk about your generation. Our yeah. generation. Like, would are they are there particular roles attached to male and female? It doesn't matter now. Like we live super modern life. We all can be feminists and things like that. Uh, oh, there I would, are some expectations. I would definitely say uh, Jakarta is somewhat liberal, but nowhere near as liberal as uh, the United Kingdom. Um, <laughs> which, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, because I'm not for like 100% liberalism. You can be anything and everything that you can want to be without any... <laughs> Without any level of uh, backlash, but that's a whole that's a whole different thing. But yeah, measuring by by absolute freedom to do what you want. No, I would definitely say there is definitely more of a traditional vibe to even Jakarta, um, and uh, the more the more uh, rural you get. Um, Wait, r- rural means less people, right? That's what rural, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like a suburb. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the 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 more the more r- rural you get, I have to just you know you just have to make sure like you're saying the right word. It's okay. I'm, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's all editable, but it is <laughs> okay. it is rural, yeah. All right, so it's the more traditional. Yeah, yeah. So the more the, the more rural you get, the more traditional you get. Um, I would definitely say that. Uh, the whole kind of like feminist movement uh, doesn't really exist in mass in Indonesia. I'm sure there's pockets, but in Jakarta, I would definitely say like women are uh, definitely more traditionally feminine, and women definitely look more towards that. Like I said, even in Jakarta. Mind you, Jakarta is the most liberal of the entire... Like the most progressive, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't even know if progressive is the right word. I don't know if progressive is the right word. Yeah, okay, liberal is a broad word yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, 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 Let's it, say modern. Yeah, 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 yeah. Modern, 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 modern. Because progressive... like It's subjective. Yeah, it, it's so subjective because because when people say progressive, it's like saying pl- other places are unprogressive. That that doesn't that doesn't sit yeah let's say let's say it doesn't let me just say it doesn't sit with me that the consensus in the west is that the west is this super progressive place and everywhere else including the middle east and africa is unprogressive that is i completely disagree with that by the way Um, when i ask this question i don't like imply any negative or any negative or positive no we talk about like each other's experience and that's what all that matters um but uh and people build their own opinions yeah 100 100 100 So what was the question? So the question was, uh, is it is it still traditional? Would you say it's a traditional society, basically, the Indonesian I, community? I would say, at mass, Indonesia is a way more traditional society than the United Kingdom, where there's definitely not in mass, definitely exists somewhere in the pockets. There's, there's not like a big feminist movement. Uh, women are not fighting for like 
the same roles as men. I feel like it's a very, it's, it's still a very gender role society. And this is coming from Jakarta, uh, someone who's from Jakarta, been in Jakarta for a long time, and I've been to Bali a, a lot. Bali is definitely way more lib- liberal as well. I say those two places in Indonesia, Jakarta and Bali, are the most are the most liberal. Mm-hmm. Um, but do uh, women work? Women do work. Women yeah, yeah, yeah. Work. women, women, yeah. women, women do work. But, but, um, but I definitely think that uh, a lot of Indonesian women would be happy being a housewife and and giving up their career. Uh, that's that's still a general consensus, and, and there's not there's not like a fight for like women to work and. You know what I mean? And so, but there is no suppression, like in some countries. I, I wouldn't say Indonesia seems to be suppression. like a pretty chilled country it's, from the it's outside, chilled. right? It's, it's, it's chilled. Like I, I feel like women are women are extremely well respected in 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 uh, Indonesia. There's, there, there's a little clip that went out on social media, and it's where this Indonesia this um, woman in Jakarta, Indonesian woman, Muslim woman, she's trying to cross the road and she was struggling to cross the road, and like a guy just came over, stopped the cars. And then he just he just ushered her to walk across the road, and like he didn't even gaze at her or like talk to her. It was just like stop the cars, here you go. And then yeah, I thought I thought that was quite nice. But that's um, yeah. I I'm I'm really happy if that's like true and it applies for all men in Indonesia. That would be amazing. It's definitely not all. It's not it's not all men anywhere, is it? <laughs> that but, would be thought, that would be amazing. But 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 that um, is definitely a like that wouldn't be an uncommon thing. Like you know what I mean? Okay. Like that that. That scenario, as an Indonesian man, when I look at that video, I know that that is something that happens in Indonesia. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. I wanted to also, okay, a little bit talk about your identity. And um, so do you think you being Indonesian and uh, somehow influenced or connected the way, like, the things you decided to pursue in your life. Like, for example, you do, or you, like, used to do, I think you are still doing music, and, uh, like, yeah, you do music and entrepreneurship, right? Do you think the music was somehow connected to, like, your self-expression as, like, Indonesian, or was just general? No, 100%, like... Um... So for those that don't know me, I'm Fadlan Effendi. You can add me on LinkedIn. Uh, but I, I'm also I'm, I'm on, most people on the internet know me as Ninja T. So I started off as Ninja T in 2012. Uh, from 2012 all the way to 2018, I mainly branded myself as a rapper in uh, an Indonesian British rapper. Um, I pivoted more to entrepreneurship uh, more publicly in the past. I would say. Four, four, four years, yeah. Um, so I still do music, but with regards to um, you know being Indonesian in music, first of all, I rap in Indonesian, so that's a very Indonesian thing, right? <laughs> to 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 uh, rap in my own language, not as much as I'd like to, but I have I have a reasonable amount of content in Indonesian. Um, and then I always. By the way, I wanted to like do the intro and outro like your one of your song. I think uh, it's international wave, so like maybe people are gonna hear it. Okay, yeah. okay. Is that, uh, is, like, is that... Just because there is Indonesian there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, 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 I thought yeah. it would be great and also international. But yeah, so like let's back to yeah, music yeah, 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 and yeah. identity. Do you know what? I actually don't like that song very much. I, 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 I would prefer if you use an Indonesian song. Like I've got one called Ayo Kamu Kanal Kami, and that's like that's like one of my that's my 
most known Indonesian British like because the chorus is in Indonesian the, the... no that song is amazing you have to like did uh, like yeah. I, I, should, I don't really like it I don't it like has it. energy it has energy I totally forgot I'll about check I'll check I'll check that but anyway um, yeah. yeah so a lot of my content I would be I'll be honest is not really Indonesian focused um, it's more it's more focused on on entrepreneurship but I do touch on being Asian being specifically East Asian looking in uh, in in a, in a black environment. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. like you that, talk, that, that you talk about topic. are you talking about music or general music? Music. music. Oh, okay. Music. Yeah. Like, within oh, my do. music, like, even like in in because like when I listen to Indonesia, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> so yeah. you talk about like, like uh, being I, I, Asian, be, being Asian specifically in black culture. Because like you like I guess you grew up and you were surrounded by like a lot of musicians, rappers, and hip hop since you like start doing music, right? Yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. Uh, it's main is it mainly black or it's like diverse? I would definitely yours, say, yours. Yeah, yeah. My 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 experience of um, I mean, I've always been extremely connected to Black British culture. I I, I probably understand Black British. Brit- it, of all the cultures I understand the most in this world, I would go as far to say that I understand Black British culture more than any other culture okay. because that's the culture where I'm actually living. Where like Indonesia, being Indonesian is more like a home thing and what's in my mind. I'm definitely educated enough because I've lived there and I speak the language, etc. But yeah. Um, the 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 topics that you know a surrounding topic in my music if anybody checks it out a recurring theme would be being asian within 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 a black environment okay yeah uh, but but my my, my experience of, of, of hip hop and, and 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 grime has been mainly through black british people obviously there's there's, there's very good white rappers as well uh, shout out to them but I'd, I'd say it's definitely black oriented Okay, I understand. Is it a common thing? And is it popular in Indonesia? The the hip hop. Hip hop? No, grind? no, no, no. It is it's not, not popular. What no, what not music popular. is popular in Indonesia? No, it's not popular. So, pop music. So first of all, it must be iterated that the Indonesian hip hop scene is like the equivalent of like the underground metal scene. I don't in the know UK, what it is. you know what metal music is? No, yeah, no, I don't know how big is underground metal. Like, scene. it's not very big at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not very yeah. big at all. Like, I'm not talking like Metallica, where it's like light metal, right? I'm talking like the kind of scream. What, what is it? What people listen to in Indonesia most? So people mainly listen to Indonesia love songs. I'll be honest. It's love like songs? it's like lovey pop songs. Like uh, the 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 sound of popular. Is it like your experience, or it's like a common like? No, I mean like the most common. popular songs in Indonesia. Okay. Our love songs, our relationship love songs, Taylor Swift type cheesy vibes. Why? That is because a lot of self love and love in the country. Um, or just uh, like a Western influence. I, I don't know if it's Western influence. I'm I'm not too sure the reason why, but this has been the state of popular contemporary Indonesian music for for a while. And I say the okay. second most popular is is kind of like EDM music. Yeah, in in Indonesian people love like dance music. Okay. Yeah. So would you say like uh, back to my questions, like when you start doing music, because obviously you could rap or sing in Indonesian. Would yeah. you say your intention was to promote like Indonesian hip hop or something like this? I, I I wouldn't say my intention originally making music was to promote Indonesian hip hop, but uh, like I don't know, make people more aware. Let's say about yeah. Indonesia. No, I'm I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. It, it wasn't. It wasn't when I when I originally started rapping. 
I'm gonna be honest. I originally started rapping because I wanted to rap. Like there wasn't yeah. like like there were. I, I, I wasn't on a. I wasn't on a. You know, some kind of spiritual journey because I was 15, You're 16. Like, yeah, yeah it's just, well, it's just, teenager. It's just, as a teenager, and I and and I've always loved. Um, I've always loved grime specifically. Yeah, which uh, which is kind of like the you know the UK subgenre of hip hop. If anybody's listening to the future, search what grime is. Dizzy Rascal, Wiley. That's what I grew up on, right? So that's what I grew up on. That's what I loved, and it just made sense for me to just rap. It made, it made sense for me to if I'm gonna make music, I'm gonna make the music that I listen to that I the kind of music that I listen to the most. So I did it for completely selfish reasons initially, and then it became more about representing Asians. Okay. I'm gonna be honest. So like basically with the years, yeah, with like yeah, with the years, yeah, 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 like yeah, you yeah. became more mature as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then eventually I started grind. Well, at at one point in my I guess you say music career, I branded myself as the Indonesian grind king, and okay. I kind of ran with that for a few years. Um, and that's when I really started tapping into being Indonesian. But the crazy thing is, is is just how life ebbs and flows, right? There's always ups and downs. I've never felt 0% Indonesian, but there's definitely times in my life where I felt more Indonesian. Mm-hmm, more and, or less, yeah. Yeah, more, and like these days, I feel a little bit less Indonesian because I haven't been home since 2018. Okay. And yeah. I've lived in London for three years, right? Three and a half years. I've only just, I've only just moved back to Manchester to my parents' home. So yeah. for three and a half years, I'm not even speaking Indonesian a lot. I'm not hearing Indonesian. And now, like, because I live back at home, I'm being fed information. Do you know what I mean? Like, my mum reads articles, and my dad, my dad, my, my, like, I go downstairs, I, I hear the Indonesian news. I literally know what's going on in contemporary Indonesia more than I did. I, I was tuned out for, like, three years, so, yeah. There's definitely times where I feel more Indonesian. I, I feel like the most time I've ever felt Indonesian was maybe, like, 2017 or 2018, when I was in Bali speaking Indonesian all the time and then rapping in Indonesian and being around the Indonesian hip-hop community. Because then I'm even taking in complicated lyrics in Indonesian language. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Would you say this, because like, like, um, it's something... I can really resonate what you're talking about now because I lived here and there. Would you say you receive some sort of energy, like, I don't know, like energetic drive when you feel more connected to Indonesia? Yes, yes, because I feel like I'm connecting with my ancestors. Yeah. It's like, it's like a... It's a vibration, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? There's, um, I can't remember what video I watched recently. There's, uh, there's this African-American, um, like, really intelligent guy Doctor something. Uh, he's friends with a guy called Nineteen Keys. Um, anyone who's tapped into Nineteen Keys, he's a really smart guy, African American as well, kind of like a thought leader. But anyway, this uh, doctor guy, he said that that there's been a study where you can actually inherit traits which can be positive and or negative, including trauma, right? Passed down from your ancestors from 10-15 years ago, and when you tap more into your ancestry that's where you 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 become more of i guess you could say your original self when you say 10 15 you mean like a hundred years 10 10, 15 generations ago 115 generations yeah 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 so like your great 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 granddad if they like let's say let's for example let's say i don't know him i wish i did uh, but let's say my great 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 granddad yeah let's say he was like a slave or something for some Dutch master and he got whipped or something like that mm-hmm. yeah so, 
somewhere in my life I might get affected by that trauma. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I resonate with that. Yeah, like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, 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 definitely. Well, there is a thing as generational trauma. It's like a few few generations. It definitely passes, but I think it can get to a deeper level. Like I mean, like longer, like a hundred years. Uh, and uh, well, it's a different. It's, it's a whole different conversation connected yeah, yeah, to energy yeah, and vibrations. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this like is, this is why stuff. this is why it is important. You know. This was a conversation was quite inspiring as well because I've always said to myself I'm going to do this but I do want to study my family tree because I literally don't know my family past my great grand grandparents. Is it like possible traceable as a, or because because you, you know like I know some countries due to colonization it's very hard to trace. Yeah. Is it the same in Indonesia or like there are some resources? I have not even tried so I couldn't tell you how difficult or easy it is. Because I've tried, you know like this is why it's conversation is important for me as well. Like well mm. actually each episode because. Um, um, my uh, for us it's harder to tra- trace because my ancestors like well at least 17th century 18th centuries for sure they were nomad people mm-hmm. and I don't think there were like some sort of like government libraries and stuff because they used to live in yurts mm-hmm. but also that it was like a, like a sort of genocide in the 20th century and etc etc so basically when I try to do it I'm not like I only even know one of only my granddad is alive like and others are dead and I didn't like I was young when they died mm-hmm. and then like I'm far away from my family and like when I tried to do it I did like maybe five six six uh, generations and this is something like I really have to do as well like I feel like I, I need to do it even if like it's gonna be harder but I know some families have some of some of people I know they did like ten generations and it's already a lot for me at least you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah this is something um, would be interesting to do I forgot we were talking. We're talking about like generational, generational. See, the thing uh, is, when we're Violetta guys, we're both the kind of people that stray from conversation. So, so it's like we encourage each other to just get away from the original point. Uh, yeah. So this is actually a good. There was a good question and a good topic to talk about the generation because my last question is. Um, uh, my last question is connected to one topic which we discussed, and it's connected to all topics actually. Uh, I remember when I asked you about whether you see. British or Indonesian, Indonesian British, and you said something about that you feel you belong to modern um, British culture yes, or modern yes. Britain. Let, let, let's, let's, okay, let's, let's, let, let let's me revisit ask. that conversation. Yeah, yeah, so I want to ask um, you to uh, to explain what it means because I didn't know this terminology. I know there is a modern Britain, but I didn't know there is particular like a layer of um, society oh, or community. Yeah. So, what is modern British culture in your understanding, and why do you put yourself there? Okay, so. If I were to identify myself, I would identify myself as second generation Indonesian British. And what that means going further is I consider myself, I am proudly part of modern multicultural Britain. And to me, how I define that because there's no textbook definition or if there is even that is subjective because who gets to decide the definition of anything right (laughs) but anyway uh, modern multicultural Britain to me is a melting pot of cultures where we accept that we come from another part of the world We've settled, at least for the time being, in this part of the world. And uh, we embrace where we're from, but we also embrace where we are. So, although 
I have intentions of leaving the United Kingdom and moving to potentially Dubai or um, another country which which fits more with what I now want in life. I am grateful that I grew up in the United Kingdom between you know 1996 and uh, present day because it gave me a pretty good worldview. You know, I could you know to to be able to have Caucasian, white, Anglo-Saxon, more traditional white British friends, and then also having Jamaican British friends with parents that were straight from Jamaica. One of my best friends is Nigerian British. His parents are very Nigerian. I went to his very Nigerian wedding, right? That was the best wedding I've ever been to in my life. Shaz, Joshua, if you know him. He's, he's an amazing artist as well. In fact, check out Ninja TEA and Joshua. We have like two songs together. Um, yeah, and um, I definitely got a taste of other cultures uh, positive experiences almost always of different cultures just by living in Manchester. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Just by going to school in Manchester, I'd have an Indian friend, a Pakistani friend, uh, 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 an, uh, uh, a Nigerian friend, a Ghanaian friend, uh, 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 some white friends and some Jamaican friends, um, and then other friends from, from from the Caribbean as well. Not really, not really any um, Latino friends. Like I don't really. There's not really much Latino immigration. Um, definitely Chinese. And I would go to their houses, and then they would tell me about their culture, just passing out from their parents. And I feel like in general, just generalizing, most second generation British people are proud of where their families are from. Yeah, and 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 we have a very we we have a like I, I speak about this with with a lot of my uh, African and and um, and Caribbean descent friends, and you know one of the biggest thing differences are, are between Black Americans and Black British people is that most Black British people did not come from slavery. Almost all Black British people come from immigration. So most Black British people, if their parents are not from the original country, their grandparents will be. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll always say like I'm Nigerian, I'm I'm Jamaican, I'm 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 from Barbados, I'm from Ghana or whatever. Um, so yeah, that's why I like modern. That's why that is I, for you modern British. That that, that 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 for me is 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 modern Britain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Thanks. That's a good explanation, and I think it's actually like very beautiful, and I think. UK, not UK, but people of this modern Britain, Britain are capable of, and they are embracing that. And I think it's amazing because not every country in the world would be embracing differences. You know, like maybe we say something good about the UK one time, but like, yeah, I think um, obviously there are problems I, and I, it's I, I all like... issues, but I think it is like a place where it can be embraced, you know, like yeah. it's like... Obviously, racism is everywhere and things like that. But uh, from my experience as well, as you said, even like uh, I don't know, a few years living here, I've, I have been exposed as well to uh, even this podcast. Like I've already talked like to four different, you know, people yeah. and from everywhere, and like, and I love that. And like, I just wish more, um, more embracing of like you know different cultures, but also at the same time like keeping on to keeping to your own roots and like and understanding yourself so I, I, let me give a quick commentary on racism racism definitely exists um but uh it's definitely way better than it's ever been because i have a little sister i'm 10 years older than her i remember dealing with a little bit of racism when i was young 
Yeah. Um, like in school, you mean? No, not in school. Not in school. Just like, there's always some ignorant white person somewhere. Okay. There's, <laughs> there's always an ignorant white person somewhere in England that has something to say when they're drunk and it's inappropriate. But I'm super glad that my little sister, who wears the hijab, yeah, she outwardly says, in Manchester, I am 100% comfortable being myself and I don't feel like a victim and I've had a positive experience growing up being myself and I've not felt being disadvantaged like in she's a she's a she's a design student right she's like way more introverted than me she's got a super tight click like she's got private Instagram she's like 130 followers (laughs) right um and I love her for that and she's 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 like super low-key and the way that she wants to live her life like she said that it literally doesn't matter that I'm Muslim and wear a hijab. Like, this this doesn't stop me from doing anything I want to do. And she rolls with that kind of mentality. She has no victim mentality. She's not That's like, amazing. oh, to her, Islamophobia doesn't exist. So you know would you mean? say it used to be... Because I don't, like... So I grew up not having Muslim friends because, yeah. like, Asian place, and then I moved to Moscow. And, yeah. like, I had... I met some like people from Muslim republics, but I've never literally been close friends, and mm-hmm. uh, that's why maybe some questions may be silly. So, no, when you were growing up, for female growing up, okay, not when you grown up, 10, 15 years ago, let's go, yeah? Uh, was it, would people say some things to a girl's girl who is like always wearing a hijab? Uh, I remember when yeah, I even 20 years ago. Yeah, so, 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 you have to bear in mind that when I was young, yeah, there was a time when I was like eight years old. Do you remember the war in Iraq? Mm-hmm. 2000. And 9-11. Yeah. That was a really bad time to be Muslim in the UK. Oh, yeah. That, that was oh, a bad time to be hijabi because, because there was an energy in the air where like, and, uh, and... You I'm remember just, that time? Yeah, I'm just about young enough. You were like very young. Yeah, I was young, but my mom, my mom, oh, your uh, mom wears hijab. My right? mom wears a hijab, and I could, I felt the energy, right? Because energy speaks louder than words. When I, um, like when I was just a kid by myself, it would be different. But when I was with her, I could feel people looking. Like they want, they want to throw stones at her, but there would be an uncomfortable. There would be like, there would be like, a, oh, let me just step out the way. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like there wasn't. I want to say she was hurled with racist abuse or anything like that. I remember there was one time when we was in Greg's and I was like nine, and like, <laughs> and the and 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 I think my mom. I want to say she was the victim of racist attacks, but she was definitely the recipient of prejudice. So it's like 2001, 9-11 happened and like after that time. Yeah, yeah, after that time. So I remember it was in Greg's and then like, and then, and then, and then like the woman at Greg's during the time said, oh, we can't sit here. We're, 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 you know, we're, we're clearing this space, made some crappy excuse. And it it was clear, it was clear that that person was just uncomfortable with my mum. Okay. During the time, because but they because gone. Yeah, because because we we were like okay, whatever. We walked out, and then two minutes later, some white people sat down, and then uh, <laughs> do you know what I mean. Yeah. And just like okay, cool. She's just. But my mom was never. Uh, uh, she's never confrontational about it. You know, like we've always been about integrating into society, and my parents have always been high level thinkers. Um. So so so, they would have a level of empathy towards maybe people 
the 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 who don't have it. Yeah, he, he, yeah, you you don't have the understanding. So yeah, yeah we 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 maneuver through that as a family. Okay, that's well. beautiful. During that time. I mean, not the Islamophobia, but the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. empathy of your parents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, that's actually interesting. I didn't know about that. So, apart from accidents with your mom, have you experienced yourself some sort of like Islamophobia? Because you weren't like explicitly like I mean, you, just child. You right? can't even. I mean, you don't know I'm Muslim because I don't have the I don't have the Muslim man look. You know what I mean? Like with the with the brown skin and the and the beard. So <laughs> so yeah 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 yeah. So like. I didn't know you're Muslim as well, to yeah, be fair. Yeah, there is absolute... Muslim. Most Muslims wouldn't look at me and think I'm Plus Muslim. Plus, you I'll also, like, you like, super, like, opposite of Muslim stereotype, I think. You know, what? It, does it make sense? Yeah, like, yeah, Because yeah. there is a stereotype, yeah, you know, a, that there is a man, he's, like, super conservative and yeah, straight yeah, and wouldn't talk to you. definitely a stereotype. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not that stereotype. I feel like I just have gone against all stereotypes because I'm not even a stereotypical Asian. Like, I don't have a degree. I'm not into science. I don't play games. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... But yeah, so basically, like it wasn't because uh, you because it's something external. The Islamophobia would apply to people who would like could easily you can put them into a category of being uh, Muslim. You didn't really experience much as a child, uh, right? No, no, but no, it no, was no. like because of the hijab, females were like wearing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I would say, you know, it's crazy. The most level of. I'll say racism because the thing is like you can't just use the word racist so freely like racism racism is an actual act prejudice is a thought right there's 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 a difference uh, but the most level of quote-unquote racism or more ac- accurately prejudice that I've ever th- felt is actually not that long ago and that was during COVID but it wasn't it wasn't co it wasn't coronavirus it was that time just before cr- the world lockdown because what happened? those times it was all about like the Chinese virus, there's a virus in China, and obviously I look very East Asian. Oh, you I, mean when just everything started to grow, yeah? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Like I remember being in Manchester and and like I could just feel the energy, like I could feel the energy of like going in a queue and then like, people would look at me and then like step, step back a bit. And I'm just like, come on. You know, like I talked to one calm girl, she lives in London, she's a bit younger than me, and she said to me that people were shouting at her because she looks Asian. Right. Like during the corona or like just like like shouting at her and like running away and things like that in well, London. In London. Yeah, crazy, yeah. And crazy. like, uh, yeah. So I, I didn't experience that because I was in, in, I was in Russia back then. But that's a completely different story. Uh, okay, uh, this is already over an hour, and uh, oh wow, is it? We're probably gonna wrap up no now, way. and uh, yes. hopefully maybe we'll do another one in the future. It's and been uh, thank you very much, Fadlan. I had a great conversation, and I think it is never waste of time to talk about your ancestry your identity your culture even though we didn't dive as deep as i wanted to (laughs) but there is still life to live and there is time to work and to record a podcast so i want to say thank you hopefully we talk about this again in the future Mm -hmm. and uh, thanks everyone for listening and uh, i'll see you in the next one all right thank you very much guys bye everyone Indonesia gue akan selalu nggak mungkin nggak pernah representas cuma please paham gue orang Inggris pertama Indo kedua gue orang Inggris